0: This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hello, and welcome to this episode. So today I wanted to talk about the busyness trap and how this might be holding you back in your visionary business. And I've been really thinking about this and connecting to this because I'm on half term um, this week. My daughter's on half term and I've got no client calls in the diary, which I'm deliberately doing now because I had this habit of like half working and half not in half terms and holidays, which was meaning I got into a horrible position of doing neither well. So I'm recording this about busyness, feeling less busy than I've been for a while and more in flow and more connected to my creativity and my vision. And I wanted to say that because I'm talking from the other side of the busyness. And I'm also talking as someone that can get completely stuck in the busyness trap. So (laughs) I always think we have different sides to our personality, right? So, you know, I am both very connected and spiritual and energetic and intuitive. And I also have this more masculine driving A-type side to my personality, which is probably why I've been successful because I'm able to employ both that feminine and masculine sides of my character. But I want to talk today about when busyness takes over, when busyness becomes a trap, when busyness becomes almost like an addiction, because that's honestly what it becomes. And as ever, when I record these episodes, I'm talking from my own experience, but I'm also talking from the experience of my clients. I'm talking about what I observe a lot when I work with other visionaries, other change makers, people who are building big businesses, I can really see and observe when they are in and out of their visionary power, as I like to call it. So let's just take a step back for a minute and think about where are we most powerful as visionaries? You know, we are most powerful as visionaries when we are in our vision when we're in that creative intuitive zone, you know, and I can always feel it. Like I can feel it right now as I'm talking and recording this podcast, that as I say these words, my fingers are tingling. I can feel all this energy going through my body. I've actually been sitting in bed this morning and, you know, I normally wake up about five, five 30, just naturally, particularly in the summer. And I sit in bed and I just, I do like a little connection, meditation exercise, and I just tune into what I want to do and what feels good. So I'm in creation mode at the moment. I'm kind of connecting to the next phase of the business. And so I sit in bed, I've got a big A3 pad of paper, And I'm just writing and connecting and scribbling and, you know, really feeling into what this next evolution is, what the next power is, where I want to really focus, where's the next piece of the business moving forward. And I'm saying that as if it's a logical process, but it's really not. So I know this next evolution is coming. I can really feel that intuitively. I know there's another step out for me as a visionary entrepreneur. And so I'm feeling intuitively into those pieces. So when I say I'm connecting to what's next to the business," I'm not connecting from my brain. I'm not going, "So what's next to the business? Where's the money coming from?" Oh, you know, I'm really connecting to, hmm, where am I? what feels exciting to me? What takes this vision forward? How can I create something amazing moving forward?" And I'm coming really from that zone. So that's why I'm I've got A3 paper. I love to write. I find writing really therapeutic and creative, much more so than being on a computer or even an iPad or a tablet or whatever. I really love to write and scribble and create and just see what flows out. I can only do that because I've stepped out of the busyness, you know? because I don't have any client calls this week, because I'm hanging out with my daughter, because I went camping in a field, a festival over last weekend. It just really brings me back to that creative essence. And you can probably hear my voice as you listen to this particular episode, but I'm feeling super chilled. and <laughs> am really relaxed and kind of like, oh, I just feel like I've got time to... Stretch and breathe and connect to those next pieces. And it feels very luxurious to do that. It feels like a treat to do that because, you know, I, like most of us, lead pretty busy lives. You know, I have a business, I have a business with a few different arms to it. I'm an investor also in crypto and Forex and stuff like that. I'm a parent. You know, I have all these different things that I'm being with and holding at the same time. And I know that one of my traps, and I know this will be true for many people who are listening to this episode, one of my traps is busyness. It's doing. It's feeling like there's so much to do and you know not enough time. And I need to crack on and I need to get these things done and I need to keep expanding and growing and you know all of that stuff. And I know that drive serves me to a degree and I know also it's a trap so as ever with many of our strengths right we have the kind of positive point where we push those strengths to the point of of a challenge or to the point where it's in positive tension shall we say it like that and then we have the point where it flips over into something that's too much And it's really easy for me to flip over into too much. And I see it a lot with my clients. I see people running around, doing this, that, and the other, you know, busy, 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 busy. And of course, you know, as visionaries, we have so many ideas. We have so many things that we want to bring into fruition, you know, that that's one of the challenges of running a business as a visionary is being able to focus and being able to just deliver the things that need to be delivered and not to burn ourselves out, and not to get overwhelmed, and not be in this kind of like, you know, (laughs) space constantly. (laughs) And I know also that, you know, if you're growing a business, really growing a business, so you've got an enterprise where you've already got people, you know, you're managing an enterprise, shall we say, an organization, not just you or you and a couple of people. It then can get super busy because, You're adding in a lot of kind of operational pieces, particularly if you're a product-based business, which I've worked with a lot. You know, there are lots of moving parts to business, aren't there, that you're holding. So whether you're a beginner entrepreneur who feels like, oh my God, I've got to do everything myself and therefore I'm really busy, or you're somebody who's got an organization who's thinking, wow, this has now got more complex. I've got all these moving parts. The drive to busyness really comes from inside. So we can argue it from the outside. We can say, oh, I'm really busy because of X, Y, and Z, because this project's launching, because, you know, like for me in the last few weeks, I've been relaunching this podcast. I've been creating my group on Facebook. I've been redoing my website, all of those things. And those, you know, obviously we have pressure points and points where there was a lot to do. But what I find for myself is actually the busyness is an internal driver. It's a kind of, Adrenaline rush. You know, I like ticking things off. I like being busy. I like to have lots of things on the go. But for me, I know I have to balance that with space for my creativity to really flow because that's where the magic comes from. That's where the miracles come from. That's where you create this next, not even an evolution, you know, this next piece of the business that you just go, wow, I hadn't even thought of that. I had no idea that's the next piece and that's what's coming. So we need to create the space. We need to feel into things in order to have that come through. So I want you to think when we're talking about this busyness, about the masculine, the feminine, and, you know, that drive, that busyness, that delivery, that, you know, the project plans and the finances and all of those things come very much from this more masculine energy, you know, drive, focus, do. Very kind of like linear type energy, and what we have to be careful of, and what I have to be careful of personally is that mix between the masculine and the feminine, and making sure that I am in both doing and being. I'm in kind of creating and receiving, and so I was thinking about this this morning, thinking, well, what do you do if you feel like you're in this busyness trap? You know what can you do to to help yourself not just get out of it now? in this moment, but also to create that balance across the masculine feminine, across the being and the doing, so that it becomes this whole enterprise, which is your life, not just your business, but your life becomes sustainable and fun and joyful and creative and visionary, right? So this sounds gonna sound a bit counterintuitive, but for me, I have to create some structure around this, to stop myself falling into that trap, right? And maybe this is just a part of my evolution and the way I'm growing the business and, you know, the stuff that I have on my plate. But for me, having the time booked out, having the structures around these things really helps me because it's not just a practical thing. It's like I've made the commitment to myself. I've made the commitment to give myself time back. And that's super important, So, if I'm not careful, 100% of my days are caught up with work, with LRA, with my family, with my friends. And there's just no space just for me. So, you know, you could call it self care if you want to, if that terminology works for you. I'm not super fond of that term. But for me, it's about filling my own cup, it's about energizing myself, it's making sure that I'm keeping myself in this creative visionary space. So for me, this goes in different levels. So the first thing I find that keeps me in the zone is to create time and space every day at the beginning of the day for me. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about morning rituals in another podcast. But for me, I wake up early naturally anyway. I'm generally awake before LRA is. I generally wake up about 5, 530 And I also do go to bed quite early. So I've created that routine because I know I need that space just to be me sitting in bed, connecting, journaling, you know, feeling into the day, feeling into the pieces that really move the dial for my life and business, not just the pieces that are shouting the most loudly at me, but the pieces that actually really move the dial for me. And for me, that setup of the day is the number one thing that I do that really helps me stay out of this busyness trap. Because once I've created myself in that connected space, then it's like when the busyness is happening, I'm not in it. I'm outside of it and I'm reacting to it as I need to, but I'm holding the container. I'm holding a bigger space for it, which is super important Otherwise, you're in the busyness and you're literally just like the hamster on the wheel, running around, ticking things off all day. You know, I know when I'm in it and I know when I'm outside of it. And actually, the interesting thing is if I stay outside of it, I actually create much more than if I'm in it. So it's actually more productive, even though it feels like slower, more paced. It's got less adrenaline in it. It actually makes me way, way, way more productive. So that's number one kind of level of this, I think is to, is to take that time every day, you know, and to really connect to your big vision, what you're creating, your why, how you want that day to pan out, because you're also then energetically creating the day, you know, you're holding space for it. You're holding the container of it, you're consciously creating it, and then it will flow and move differently. The second thing I wanted to say about taking time is to do the activities that really feed your soul. So I've just started working with a new personal trainer in the mornings, and I found somebody that can work with me at six in the morning so that I can, you know, I'm all done by seven. And it was a logistical thing. I posted in a group on Facebook. This guy showed up, said I can do this time around the corner from your house. I was like, perfect. And, you know, without really being fully conscious of what I was creating, it's perfect. The guy's energetic, he's intuitive. We're doing both kind of some uh, Qigong around breathing and balance and all of those things. Also doing some boxing, which I love. So again, interestingly, I've got this mix of masculine and feminine in there. I've got the masculine boxing, which I love, um, and strength, and I've also got the feminine balance and intuition and creativity. So it's interesting that in that personal trainer, even I can feel the balance of the feminine, masculine, and you know that actually the two are super important. So, you know, previously I had a trainer where I was like, you know, I was doing weight and all of that, and I loved it, but it missed a sense of connection for me. This guy is doing the masculine from a connected space, which I really love. And actually I only just realized that as I'm talking this out loud. So that feeds my soul. Going to the beach with my dog feeds my soul. I'm actually going to build in some more stuff into my diary, actually, of like just having other people help me look after LRA so I can go for a massage or I can go and sit on the beach for an hour on my own or whatever. So I'm going to build in much more, actually, of this kind of me time, this creative time for me to just go and just be me, you know, with no agenda, no point to it, just to go and be me and have things that, that feed my soul. Because as a single entrepreneurial mum – That's tricky. (laughs) I don't have somebody where I can say, look, I've to away for an hour. I have to kind of arrange it and organize it. So, you know, I'm very conscious of that and that I am going to be doing more of that moving forward. The other thing that I've done much more in my diary lately, which is my third tip, is to really block out my time and energy. And you really need to do this in line with your time and energy. So for me, my creative time is the morning. So if I ever want to do anything creative, I really need to do it first thing in the morning. Even by 10, 11, I don't feel, you know, really in the same creative zone. So I need to do all my creativity early. That's just the way I work. Ideally sitting in my bed with my cats, chilling out, writing, you know, that's how I, I kind of, am most creative, but I've really blocked out time now. So I have Mondays as my kind of admin logistical day because I find it takes me a little bit from the weekend to really come back into that full work mode. I don't want to launch into a Monday morning. I want to take LA to school. I want to feel quite chilled out. Do you know what I mean? So so Mondays is my kind of admin team logistical kind of day. Tuesday and Wednesdays, I have client calls. But again, I only do the client calls two weeks of the month. So again, it gives me whole swathes of time where I'm not in this external energy, sort of putting energy out, that I can really rest and relax. Because I found having clients every week just meant that I, it just felt too repetitive to me and I didn't have enough space. So I now have clients two weeks of the month on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Thursday morning is flexible. I only have a half day because LOA has a half day of school. And then Friday is my creative day. So I try, I don't always do this. I have to be honest. It's not hundred percent, but broadly I have Fridays as my creative day where I have nothing in the diary and I get more done for the future of the business on that day than I can possibly tell you. because I just get to create I get to write copy if I want to I get to create products if I want to or sometimes I just need to connect into the future of where the business is going next but I know I have that time and space blocked out and again it feels like such a treat and such a privilege you know I'm just connecting to it it's making me yawn sometimes there's two things happen to me when energy is moving like I yawn or I sneeze, both of which are really annoying. (laughs) That's the way it is. So I want you to imagine me on a Friday, sitting in my bed, really connecting, really allowing things to flow, feeling creative, scribbling on pieces of paper, or maybe walking on the beach, recording voice notes into my phone, which is the other thing I do sometimes when I'm walking and I feel super creative. but can you feel as I talk about it, the energy and the freedom in that day? Now, I could definitely fill five days a week with clients. I definitely could, right? And you could argue, like, if you looked at my week, you'd be like, right, so you don't actually work on a Friday. You don't really do much on a Thursday morning. You only have client calls two days a week. think, blimey, how the hell is she even running a business? How does this even work? But the reality is that it enables me to be in my best energetic space. And when I can do that, I can shift, you know, mountains for clients. I can create miracles. And because I can create miracles, I also charge a higher fee than if I was booking people in hour after hour after hour. You just literally cannot do transformational work if you've got a client every hour for five days a week. Maybe I'm wrong. If you can do it, then, you know, I salute you. But for me, it's not true. And it's certainly not true. Now that I've added in more hypnotherapy and healing and deep work into my work, You know, I always book time around my sessions. You know, I'm now allowing an hour and a half for my sessions. And I also need at least half an hour just to let go of that session, just to recalibrate, to come back to my body even. So the deeper we work, the more crucial it is that we're holding our own energy and that we appreciate what that takes to hold that energy, to do that work, to go deep with people. You know, I personally would not want to do that five days a week or eight hours a day. It just wouldn't work for me. I want to be able to show up for each client in a beautiful, aligned, expressed, amazing way. And I want it to be transformational for those people. I want them to go, wow, that was life-changing. And so for me, I need that creative time and space. And I suspect for you as a creative, visionary entrepreneur, that the same is true for you. So I want you to really reflect on the back of this podcast. I want you to think about how you're consciously creating your life and your work. I want you to find ways to connect in the morning, even if for now you can only do 10 minutes, even if you've got a young child, right? And 10, 20 minutes is a stretch. I have at least an hour, I have to tell you, because I just find for me, I get to do all my favorite things then. I get to connect, to journal, to stretch, to have some time. You can do it in less than that. So setting up your day. If I gave you one tip to come out of the busyness, that would be it. To stay outside the container, to stay outside the system, to create from this creative, energetic, holistic space. Then You know, really create time to do the activities that feed your soul. My second tip, if you remember, do the activities that feed your soul, have a massage, go for a run, have a personal trainer, you know, go horse riding, whatever the thing is that, you know, go and see a play at the theater, whatever the thing is that inspires you and and creates that creative expression, then do that. And the third thing is to block out time. And I know how challenging this can be, right? The first time my coach suggested this to me, I was deeply in resistance, right? <laughs> but, you know, and I would love to take whole weekends. Believe me, if I had another parent involved in Ella Ray's life, I would have whole weekends, which is what I used to do, actually, when she was seeing her dad. So, you know, I would just literally not get dressed for the whole of Saturday. I would just sit in my PJs, get food, take it back to bed and write. You know, so however much time you can take, take what you can take right now and then see what you can create moving forward. And I'm actually thinking, you know, I need to book in some time where LRAs at play dates, at friends' houses, et cetera, because I really do need this creative time for myself, more than even just Fridays. So you know you are building a business, you're building your vision, you're building impact in the world you're part of a bigger revolution. If you're one of my, you know, my one-to-one or my more intensive clients, you know, you are bringing a revolution into play and that takes time and space and energy. So creating that for yourself is actually a gift. It's a gift for you. It's a gift for your business and it's a gift for your people. So don't underestimate that that's true, that when we give ourselves time and space, when we allow ourselves to truly connect. And, you know, you may want to feel like, you know, how do you feel when you've been on holiday for a week? That feeling of spaciousness and joy and freedom. That's truly what I believe we're here to experience in this world and what we need to create for ourselves in every day and every moment. So if you're not feeling that right now, take the baby steps. You know, this doesn't have to be a big life revolution take the baby steps and see what happens. See what happens if you have a massage every week. See what happens if you wake up early every day and connect to the day. Just one thing at a time, which again, we're not super good at as visionaries, or certainly I'm not. <laughs> but one step at a time to really create this sense of momentum and joy and freedom and you know creativity in your business so that you can really feel into not just what's happening now, but where you're moving to and what's next. And I know for a lot of my clients, this question of what's next is what's exciting to them. So it's holding the present and holding what's being created now and really being able to play powerfully in that space, having consciously created it, and also having the space to think about what's next and what am I creating? And what's the impact I want to have in the world? And what's my big mission, my big revolution that I'm bringing to the world? And when you know that and you're living in that, not just when you first come up with the idea for your business, but actually all the time, and you can stay in that place as you grow your business, then you and it become super powerful. And that is when magic and miracles happen, when you quantum leap stuff, when you really see my God, I only wrote that down yesterday and already somebody's phoned me or contacted me. It's come to reality. How extraordinary is that? So I urge you to notice the busyness. You know, awareness is the first step of any change, right? So notice the busyness, be honest with yourself about how much time and energy you spend in that busy space and then start to take the first steps to step out. I promise you, you will not regret it. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.